1: gave to Israel all the land which he had sworn to give their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hands. Verse 45. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. Man, that's enough just to go home right there. I've heard from God. Let me, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to calm down and just teach this. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. I want to talk to you from this subject. Just keep going. Just keep going. Look at somebody to tell them, just just keep going. Wow. Just keep going. Just keep going. One of the things I want to encourage you in is this. There are going to be times in your life that you're going to be tempted to quit. There are going to be times in your life when you're going to be tempted to give in. You're going to be tempted to cave in. You're going to be tempted to say, okay, Lord, I'm through. I'm done. Um, but I believe this word, here is Joshua screaming to us from the Old Testament through multiple generations. And he's screaming to us, just keep going. Just keep going. Because this, said, this text, tells, text tells us that not a word fails. Of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel, all came to pass. All came to pass. And he's screaming to us and saying, keep going, keep going. Well, what do we need to keep going? What do we need? Because, you know, it's one thing to be told that you need to keep going. But it's another thing to know what you need in order to keep going. Am I right now? And so what do we need to keep going? I submit to you. The first thing that we need to keep going is a promise. Come on, say a promise. Now, because the text tells us in verse number 43 that the Lord gave to Israel all the land which he had sworn to give to their fathers. In other words, all the land which he had promised. You do realize that here we are in the latter part of Joshua's life looking back. And so understand that Joshua was, was really working on a promise. If you look in chapter number one, jot this down, verse one, verse two, it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to a land which I am giving you, the children of Israel. So during a time when they had lost their leader, during a time when a new generation was emerging, during a time... Uh, of all of the newness happening, God had to remind them of a promise. Wait a minute. This promise did not originate with Joshua. Wait a minute. This promise did not originate with Moses. Wait a minute. He had to go all the way back to a promise he gave to Abraham. He said, Abraham, I'm going to give you this land because God is faithful. To do everything that he said he was going to do. He's going to fulfill every promise. Don't give up on God. And he won't give up on you. So there are times when you you don't have anything else but a promise. But I'm here to tell you. A promise is all you need if if a promise is all you have, especially if that promise comes from God. Now, hear me. Hear me. When we're talking about God, we're talking about God who does not lie and does not change. We're talking about God who has the ability to do everything that he said to do. He knew what it was going to be like before he promised it. So God starts at the end. There, you have to understand who you're talking about. We're talking about God. There's no guesswork with God. I wonder if this going to happen. So he makes the promise having already seen the end at the beginning and he starts you on it. He said, now this is what I want you to do. I'm giving you this land. So when you back up into everything, you back up into the promise of God. Oh, he's a faithful God who keeps watch over his word to make sure that it comes to pass. How many folk have a promise? And folks, I just wanted to encourage you today. I believe God is deviating us from what I normally wanted to have spoken about today to to get to this place where you and I know that there's a promise over your life. There's a promise. You're not just here, but no, there's something that God has for you and you have to understand that that's his promise and he's watching over that promise. But it doesn't stop there. What do you need to keep going? In addition to the promise, you've got to, secondly, you've got to pursue the promise. Everybody say pursue it. Pursue Pursue the promise. Because the text says, in verse number 43, uh, and they took possession of it. If you back up to verse number 42, it says every one of these cities had common land surrounded. Thus, they had all of these cities. And then you look at above that 48 cities within their common lands. But it says they took possession of it, meaning to take possession. Listen to this means to drive out the previous tenants. They took, in other words, somebody was sitting in their promise. Their promise was occupied, and so what they had to do, they had to take possession. They had to drive out the previous tenants and occupy. Then it says, not only did they drive out the previous tenants, but it says they dwelt in it. Meaning that they sat down in what God had promised. I believe that we're having this reminder today because the time is so short between now to the fulfillment of what God has promised. I really believe that you're at this, that mark of distinction is getting ready to happen at a greater level than you ever seen. And so I just want to encourage you, New Covenant, keep going. I want to encourage you, sir, you, ma'am, keep going. Keep going. Now, hear me. They had to pursue the promise. You will never possess what you are unwilling to pursue. Did you hear me? I said you'll never possess what you are unwilling to pursue. Uh, 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 years ago, I'm a, I'll go ahead and tell. tell uh, uh, years ago, years ago, I was I was playing the organ at the church, and um, and uh, 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 here I am, you know, being spiritual, getting ready to start the service. Terrence, as I'm getting ready to start the service, and and, and I'm I'm there, and oh, the, the back doors of the church swung open, and I was like, "Ooh, who is that?" I was a single man at the time, and so you know, I was getting ready. Who is that? I tell him I had this uh, John the Baptist experience. Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And in walks through the door, Deanne at the time, Valentine. Now, I had known her, but let me, I had I, known her, but that day my eyes were opening. I was like, oh, my God. And so, but let me tell you something. I began to pursue her through relationship. And that's what I'm getting at. Pursuit is proof of desire. Don't tell me you want something and you aren't willing to pursue it. Pursuit is proof of desire. And let me tell you something. This is what I, what I, what I found out. Once you start pursuing, it'll cause you to focus and it'll cause you to fight. Once you start pursuing, it'll bring focus to your life. I'm telling you, now, when, God, when, 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 when I was born again, when, God, when Jesus came into my heart, I mean, it was amazing how all the other stuff seemed to fade away, and he became my pursuit. Because I love God with every bit of my being, and my pursuit of him is proof of my desire for him, and it calls me to focus on him and fight for that relationship. Are you understanding? And so what I'm getting at is if you want to keep going, there has to be a pursuit. And so I want to tell you, go get what God's given you. Look at somebody tell them, go get what God's given you. Say it like I said, it. go get what god 's given you if it 's an education, go get it. certification, go get it if it 's a business, go get it if it 's writing the book, go get it, go get what god's pers- has already promised you and so when you 're talking about pursuit, there has to be a pursuit on your part. This is what I found out. Uh, God will not make the step for you. You have got the step. You have got to make the step. Don't sit there. I'm just waiting on God. God's waiting on you. God's waiting on you. God's waiting on you. God's not gonna take the class. God's not gonna get the education. He doesn't need it, he already knows everything. And so he's waiting on us. And so what I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times we get distracted, but I just want to encourage us today, turn up the pursuit toward the promise and it will begin to ward off all of the distractions right now. You don't have time to do all the other stuff other than what God's called you to do. And many of us right now get involved in stuff that we don't need to be involved in because we have no pursuit of what God has promised. And so this is what I'm getting at. God has made a promise over your life. And I want to tell you, just keep going. Go after that promise. So you have to pursue it. Now, 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 here we go. Can we keep going? I told you that you have how to pursue how to get this thing is you have to have a promise and then you need to do what? Pursue that promise. But here's here's the third thing. Here's the third thing. Here's the third thing. It says uh, that I'm telling you, you've got to be patient. I know I just said a cuss word in church (laughs) because patience is like a cuss word to some of us. And so you've got to be patient. Notice what the text says. Where do you get that from? Verse 44 says, The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he'd sworn to their fathers, and not a man of all their enemies was able to stand against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. And so what I'm getting at is this. It says the Lord gave them rest all around. There was a space of time between when the promise was given and when the promise is fulfilled. And during that time, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua had to be patient. Joshua had to be patient. What are you saying? Joshua had to be patient. As another leader finished his assignment, what do you say? You remember, God had raised up Moses, and Moses had to die. Joshua then said he was a call to the forefront, and then he had to pursue that promise. So he had to wait until another leader fulfilled his assignment. He had to be patient. He had to be patient, listen to this, as doubters of the promise moved out of the way. What are you talking about? You remember Joshua was one of the ten, of the twelve spies that went in. And he went in to to check out the promised land and all this, and then you had Debbie Doubter and and Thomas Thomas Doubter and all these other doubters saying, God couldn't, God couldn't, we're just grasshoppers. God told that generation, look, you're going to die, and I'm going to raise up another generation. Joshua and Caleb were the only two that were saying, God, you can get it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. All of the naysayers, all of the doubters had to die in order for Joshua to walk through this thing. But Joshua had to be patient. You hear me? He had to be patient. What are you talking about? Sometimes God not only has to prepare the promise, but He has to prepare you for the promise. You have to be patient during that preparation period. If you look in Joshua chapter one over and over, he told Joshua, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. So apparently Joshua needed to be developed in strength and he needed courage. Are you, help- are you being helped today? So you have to be patient as God prepares you for what it is he has for you. He doesn't want you to get there and forfeit. The promise. But he wants you to be well equipped. We were at a, at a dentist's office one time, and uh, keep in mind, at this particular dentist's office, uh, we had both had bad experiences. I don't like pain. My name is Bill. I don't like pain. So we had to have feelings, um, and so we, here we were, and, and, the, and both of us had this terrible experience. I mean, I almost, anyway, it was it was terrible. So this dentist who had just given us all this pain, we're in the chair, and he said, you know what? He just kind of joking, talking with the other people that were there. You know, my brother finished the top of his class. I barely finished, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm in your... I'm in your chair. So (laughs) what I'm getting at is this. (laughs) That almost made me lose my whole thought. But the school was his preparation to work in my mouth. And so your preparation is critical to who it is you're going to be around and who you have to deal with. And he had to be patient. We had to be patient. You have to be patient during your preparation. You can't rush it. You can't just go through it. But it's critical that you and I understand that God and God alone prepares us for the promise. And then so, listen, what God will do, is this as you and I are patient from the promise for this promise God prepares the new people around you because you're not just going in this promise alone but God will prepare the new people and 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 as you are being prepared understand something everybody else has a promise too and they may get to their promise before you. Amen. Listen, what I'm, what are you getting? At? What are you, I thought you were talking about you have to be patient. Yes, the text tells us that Joshua chapter twelve, verse twenty four. Joshua twelve, verse twenty four. Look, let's 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 take a look at this real quick. Joshua twelve and verse twenty four after he talks about these kings being conquered by Moses, at the last latter portion, it says all the kings, then it says 31. You see that? It says 31. All I'm getting at is this. You have to be patient because you may be on number 16. And somebody else is on number 25. Somebody else is on number 30 just because here they are. The Hudson's are on number 30 and they're getting ready to walk in their promise. I can't compare myself to them because they are walking in theirs right now. I may be on 16, so I got to be patient because this is what I found out about God. He won't let you skip grades. He's going to make sure that everything that needs to be conquered is going to be conquered. You can go to another city and you're going to retake the same class with God. You can move to a different church. You're going to take the same class with God. You're going to have the same issue, the same people, because God is going to make sure that you're well-equipped to walk in what he's promised. He's not going to let you, oh, you thought, man, I just, good Lord, I used to live in Connecticut and Bucket Mouth is right here in front of me. I, what happened? They moved here too. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? You get here and you go, why in the world? I thought this, my God, it seems like the same people. It's not, it's you. That's it. It's you. And, and it's not all bad. What I'm getting at is this. You can't pout your way out of the lesson with God. You can't thumb your nose at it. You can't fool God. God is going to say, go ahead, I, I can outlast you. You can get mad at everybody around you, but God is going to make sure that you're well-equipped. And so, ladies and gentlemen, all I'm saying is this. We got to have a promise. We got to pursue that promise, but we got to be patient as God gets us ready for that promise. And you have to understand, God is wanting us to walk in that promise. But I just really sense that here we are. This is the threshold, and we're stepping in. It's already happened. We're stepping into it. And listen, listen, don't apologize. Just walk in it. Amen? Amen. And so, listen to me. Scripture tells us through faith and patience, we inherit the promise. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promise. So I told you so far three things. I've told you that we need a what? A promise. Second thing I told you is what? Need to pursue the promise. Third thing I told you is what? And he, and here he, here's another one. He, you gotta have God's power. God's power to keep going. You gotta have God's power because it says, and the Lord gave them rest around rest all around, according to all that he had sworn to their fathers, and not a man of their enemy stood against them. The Lord delivered them from their from uh The Lord delivered them from all, delivered all their enemies into their hands. Thank you. Understand something. The first place that Joshua got to was the wall of Jericho. The very first battle that they went to was the wall of Jericho. And so, Here was this fortified wall and understand these walls were so thick that they used to have chariot races on the top. And in order to defeat the enemy, the biggest obstacle was the wall right in front of them. The wall that you used to have chariot races. God told them, this is what I need you to do. Ah, okay, can you imagine getting instructions from God? Yeah, what we are going to do? We're getting ready to take this thing. I'm ready now. I'm ready. I'm ready. What I need you to do is this. I need you to walk around the city. Okay, all right. We're going walk around the city. All right. I need you to do that seven days. All right. We're staking it out. Now, I just need you to walk around the city. And by the way, don't say anything. Now, first of all, that's a miracle right there. Because, you know, good and well, I keep folks, church folks, child, I don't know why we walk walking around this city. I've been walking around here all of my life. You know, grandma walked around this city. You remember we used to come up here? and So it was a miracle. Then he says, okay, what are we going to do? On the seventh day, I need you to walk around seven times. And then don't say anything. And then what I need you to do is when you get to the seventh time, then you open your mouth and just shout. And can you imagine, here you are, the military general, and this is the war strategy for the first city that you are to take. We're going to do what? We're going to shout. He didn't say pull out a spear. He didn't say do anything. He said just shout. This is what I believe God wanted them to know. That every city that you're going to conquer, you're going to have to have my power to do it. It's not going to be because of you, but it's going to be because of the God with you. It's going to be because God is with you. And it's what happened is this. They walked around the city. And the next thing you know, they shouted. And the Bible says the walls fell flat. The walls fell flat. And then they were able to conquer that city. Ladies and gentlemen, all I'm getting at is this. You and I, in order to keep going, we have to have God's power. There'll be times in your life when God will do something supernatural just to show I'm God. He'll do something amazing just to show I'm God. Now, don't, 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 don't get it twisted. You do know your power and your strength is not making this happen. It is God and God alone. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't, I've seen it. I don't understand it. But I do know when he does that, you just sit there and you go, God, I praise you. God, I thank you. I thank you. Uh -uh. And God will put the people in place just at the right time. Let me give you an example of something. Here we are uh, here on 278. Uh. Um, in Covington and they're expanding the road right in front of us and so um, um, we were in negotiate we were talking to the Department of Transportation and at one point they were not going to put an entry point right there in front of the church we're gonna have to drive down past it then come make a loop back we were like no 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 Lord work this out work this out work this out long story short we, we were going back and forth, and they were talking about easements. They were talking about all these kinds of things. And then we had a, a meeting with uh, the head of the Department of Transportation, talking about how God, you have to depend on God's power, and God will put people in place. We walk in, and it's like, Billy, Deanne. Yeah. The head of the Department of Transportation was our former neighbor. You hear what I'm talking about? God will do what you... I'm talking. He'll exceed your expectations. And what I'm getting at is this. We were like, okay, you know, we we kind of told the story and we were like, we're having difficulty with this. He said, don't worry about it. it's It's done. 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 All I'm telling you is this, that you and I aren't aware of the things that God has prepared for you. Please hear this. If you don't, first of all, have a promise, you ain't going to pursue it. But then if you have that pr- promise and you pursue it and you're patient, God will have those moments in your journey where you see his power displayed. His miraculous provision. I mean, you know, uh, we we were we were we were. I was sitting in my office in the at the Lithonia Church, and I I um uh, I I don't know if this was during the time of the recession or whatever, but I heard ah, and it was my wife screaming, and and so bro, you know what I'm talking about. You go into defense mode. You're like, okay, what's going on, you know? And then I heard thank you. I was like, okay, it's all right. Thank you and when she goes to thanking God, she'll put that hand behind the back and get to walking. She'll that's the, that's her thing. And she goes, Thank you. And I'm, after she finished rejoicing, uh, I, I you know, I was kind of watching, like, What happened? We went, she went to the mailbox, and there was a check for $35,000. <laughs> Don't tell me God won't do it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God, I'm telling you, he will do way beyond what you ask, think, or even imagine. I'm telling you, I believe, I don't know who this is for. I believe that there's somebody, and I I think it's, I believe it's for a young person, but I don't want to assume that. I believe that there's somebody, you got a scholarship coming. There's a scholarship coming for somebody. If you go ahead and just start pursuing. Pursuing. I, I, like I said, I don't know if he's young or old. I don't know. But what I'm getting at is this. You have to make sure that you leave room for God. Yeah. Leave space for God to do what he's going to do. He's still able. He still can exceed your expectations. He still can show himself strong and mighty on your behalf. He still has miracle work and power. He's still that kind of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And let me end with this. And you'll see the provision of God. See God's provision of his promise. And that is this. Look at verse 45. Not a word fail. Of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. Now, now, I'll need you to say this with me. Let's, let's get a little interactive. This time... I want you to read the scripture with me. We're going to read it a few times. Read it with me. You ready? Read. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to Israel of Israel. All came to pass. All right? This time, I want instead of you're saying the house of Israel, let's do it corporately. Let's say new covenant. All right? Let's read it again. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to new covenant. All came to pass. Amen. If that didn't get you a little happier this time, I want you to personalize it. Instead of saying new covenant or Israel, I want you to put your first name in there. All right. You ready? Let's read it. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to Billy. All came to pass. Now, I believe that if we would add not only a little your first name, I want you to say you and your family this time. Yeah. The house of, add, say the house of. You ready? Go. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Billy. All came to be. You know what that means? Fido, your dog is blessed. You know what that means? Uh, Akujo, your cat, is blessed. Everything in your household is blessed because everything that God has promised you is coming to pass. Everything he promised. Here is Joshua saying, don't you be discouraged. You need to just keep going everything he said, Marcus, is coming to pass. Not one word. Now, 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 let's have a little fun. Let's have a little fun. This time, put the new living translation of that verse up, and we're going to read it together. The new living translation of that particular verse. You got it? You got it? The new living translation of that verse. It says not let's read it not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to of Billy uh-huh was left unfulfilled everything he had spoken came true Do you hear what I'm saying Now, 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 this time, this time, can we go a little bit further? Do you have the message, the message translation, the message paraphrased by Eugene Peterson, the message, you ready? Not one word fell from all the good words God spoke to who? To the house of Billy. Everything came out right. Yes, sir. (laughs) Everything, everything came out right. I don't care what's going on now, where you are now. This text tells us it all came to pass. The message says everything came out right. Oh, it may not look right, but it's going to come out right. It may not be right, but it's going to come out right. You better understand who you're dealing with. A God who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all oh, that we ask a thing. So the message for you today is just keep going. Just keep going. You know what I'm talking about. You've been driving through the storm, you're driving through the rain, torrential rains, and all of a sudden, you drive right out of the storm. Just keep going.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.